Hello and welcome to the daily podcast podcast of the LDS study session uh, with me, Matt. And this is episode 30, which is absolutely brilliant. It means that for 30 days, I've managed to keep up with a daily uh, in, input onto this LDS study session. Honestly, I'm, I'm so grateful. If, if there's even one person listening to uh, any of these uh, episodes, I do hope there is something being learned and gained from this. My whole initial idea from this podcast was to develop my own faith and and then hopefully share it with, with other people. Uh, I think it's so important that we, we have some uh, daily uh, inputs from the scriptures, from the doctrine into our lives. Uh, and I'm so grateful that I've had this uh, desire to, to kind of do this because I feel like it's really benefited me a lot. Uh, I've really learnt and grown over this time, I feel personally, in my understanding and in my focus and desires. And so I hope that... Uh, even if one person is listening, uh, even if you're listening every day, uh, although I don't know why someone would want to listen to me every day talk about what I think, but I'm grateful to have uh, been able to stick at it for 30 days. And here's looking to 30 more days, months, even years, who knows. Uh, anyway, uh, looking, as I mentioned yesterday, if you listened to yesterday's uh, podcast, if you didn't, uh, I, this is the first time I've done this, but I really recommend you listen to yesterday's podcast uh, episode first, episode 29, because this is kind of a follow-on uh, from that episode uh, where we're looking at the resurrection. And to be fair, the two parts of the Come, Follow Me study, which I think were episodes 28 and 27 also, uh, also talk about the resurrection. But yesterday is, is going to focus on the same section of does Jesus Christ have a body? We are looking at June uh, 24th to June 30th, Matthew 28, Mark 16, Luke 24, and John 20 to 21, he is risen. And yes, as I mentioned, we're looking at the section called, Does Jesus Christ Have a Body? And this led into a discussion yesterday about how we know that all mankind will be resurrected, uh, and how we know that uh, we will all receive that blessing, not just from Latter-day Revelation and scriptures, but also from the Bible as well. Uh, and just what hope this gives us all to know that we will all be resurrected. I'm going to focus on two more aspects about this this knowledge we receive that Jesus Christ himself uh, has a body and what this means uh, for us uh, as a result of the resurrection. So what I wanted to focus on today was two more aspects of knowing that Jesus Christ has a body and kind of the experiences that we read in the scriptures. One of my favourite, uh, I think, passages uh, in the, in the scriptures is Jesus's visit to the Nephites uh, after his resurrection. And I think that uh, one of the reasons why I love this so much is for these two verses, or these three verses in particular. In 3 Nephi chapter 11, verses three to, uh, sorry, verses 13 to 15, we read this. And it came to pass that the Lord spake unto them, saying, Arise and come forth unto me, that you may thrust your hands into my side, and also that you may feel the prints of the nails in my hands and in my feet that you may know that I am the God of Israel and the God of the whole earth and have been slain for the sins of the world. And it came to pass that the multitude went forth and thrust their hands into his side and did feel the prints of the nails in his hands and in his feet. And this they did do going forth one by one until they had all gone forth and did see with their eyes and did feel with their hands and did know for a surety and did bear record that it was he of whom it was written by the prophets who should come. This is one of the most remarkable accounts in the scriptures, I think, because the Saviour has obviously appeared to these, these people. He has invited them to witness with, their, with not just their eyes, but their hands, that their set other sense of touch as well, that he is indeed resurrected, that he indeed was, but he died for them, 
uh, with the, the feeling of the prints of the nails in his hand and in his feet. Um, and the fact that they went one by one as well. There was a, a quote that I studied on my scripture, on my mission, and I believe it was in the uh, one of the enzymes, and I've just had a look before I began this podcast, and I can't find it, but I will find it and try and put it in the show notes. Um, if I don't find it, then I'm sorry. But it was basically by a general authority who, who had based, done a simple calculation and worked out that if there was the number of people there uh, in Bountiful, uh, as it says, uh, and if they all went one by one, which we know that they did, according to this record, uh, that to touch the nails in his hands and in his feet, then it will have taken a number of hours, over six hours, I think around 10 hours, uh, for each of these individuals to go forward and take maybe 10 seconds just to touch those various parts of the saviour and move on, um, then we're, lo- we're talking a several hours for this experience. Uh, and it shows just how the saviour wants us all to experience this for ourselves. Of course, this experience, you know, we kind of say, well, you know, it'll be a wonderful thing to experience for ourselves. However, this then led me on to a study into the sacraments. And this really changed my thoughts, feelings, and approach to the sacraments. Because, of course, we can have this uh, opportunity to, to feel of the emblems of the atonement. Of course, we will probably not touch those prints and nails in his hands and his feet until much later uh, in our eternal lives. But uh, we will, or we do, have the opportunity to touch the emblems, the symbols of his sacrifice every week uh, as we go and partake of the sacraments. You can imagine just the outpouring of love and appreciation that, that you can imagine that these people felt. In fact, you don't need to imagine it. You just need to read the next couple of verses when they uh, cry out with one voice and call out Hosanna, which means save us now. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. And then they fell down at the feet of Jesus and they worshipped him. They clearly understood and were grateful for what the Saviour had done for them. Uh, Sister Kathleen uh, Hughes uh, once of the uh, Stake Relief Society pres- presidency, general presidency said this, quote, I'm certain that each of you has felt at one time or another encircled in Christ's arms. But if you are like me, there are times when you are fearful, when the stress and busyness of life seem to overwhelm you, when you feel adrift from the spirit, perhaps you even feel abandoned. When I encountered those feelings, the best antidote is my memory of the moments when Christ's peace has come to strengthen me. So I invite you to remember with me what it is to feel the Lord's love in your life and to feel encircled in his arms, close quote. Um, and when the sacraments can give us this opportunity because of the Saviour's resurrection, because of the, um, the, the record and the, the, the knowledge that many others have felt of this love in the flesh, we can also feel this love uh, in, in our symbolism of this resurrection in the sacraments. The fact that the Saviour came forth from the tomb, which, I mean, I've spoken about the symbolism of the sacrament before in a, in a previous podcast, but, you know, the, the cloth which is laid over the sacrament trays is very symbolic of the Saviour being uh, left under a cloth in the tomb, and then the removal of the cloth uh, just to show that the, the, symbolis- the symbols, the emblems of his resurrection, and then that is passed forward into the congregation one by one, uh, to to receive very symbolic of what we of how we can experience every week the the, the fact that the saviour has been resurrected it's just a, it's just a wonderful symbolism i love the sacraments as an ordinance i think it is one of the most sacred meaningful symbolic things that we do in this church unfortunately 
uh, it is also one that can be easily, because of the regularity of it, easily looked over or, or underestimated. I think that often we think of going to the temple and, and going, taking part of, in the ordinances there. And I think that we sometimes place greater emphasis on that, and, and rightly so, because, of course, it, is, it does take place in the temple, a very sacred place, the, Lord, the house of the Lord. But the sacrament is an ordinance as well. It is a, a manifestation of the power of, of, of godliness in an ordinance. Even if it takes place in a chapel where, where all people can come, surely this should be an even greater thing that all people can go to this ordinance and really engage with our Saviour and his resurrection. I just think it's one of the most, well, it is, and it has been said as, as from the general authorities as the most sacred hour in our, in our week. Uh, but again, we, sometimes we, we take that for granted. I mean, I, I, with two young kids, I mean, they, they are getting older now, ages six and four, you know, we are starting to be able to appreciate the, the time of the sacrament a bit more now, whereas, you know, for the past two to four years, you know, or even six years uh, since our eldest was born, it has been more difficult. But uh, it is really just a great opportunity uh, to, to really experience this. I, I've, we've nearly got another 10 minutes with just this section. To be fair, uh, the final thing I wanted to share about just, just does Jesus Christ have a body is the final verse uh, that, or final, well, it's not the final verses, but one of the other verses that is shared in the Come Follow Me manual. Uh, and that is Doctrine and Covenants 110 verses 2 to 3. And uh, I love this because we, uh, we read of, obviously, the Saviour, uh, being resurrected in the old in the New Testament, uh, and we have uh, examples of him where it wasn't really noticeable that he was resurrected. I mean, he appeared to his disciples on the way to Emmaus, and they didn't recognize who he was. Mary Magdalene saw him in the garden uh, with the tomb, uh, and she didn't recognize him as the say as a resurrected being. She thought he was the gardener. Uh, but we see here that a resurrected body, whilst obviously it clearly has the capability of being amongst mortal men and, be, and not being noticeable, we also recognise that it can also be clearly seen as a resurrected body as well when the Saviour appears to uh, the Prophet Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery in the Kirtland Temple. Uh, it says, verses 2 to 3, uh, We saw the Lord standing upon the breastwork of the pulpit before us, and under his feet was a paved work of pure gold in colour like amber. His eyes were, uh, were as a flame of fire. The hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His countenance shone above the brightness of the sun, and his voice was as the sound as the rushing of great waters, even the voice of Jehovah. Um, and really, I mean, there wasn't much I wanted to share about that. It was just, you know, it will be, it will be incredible uh, to be in this moment where we are resurrected hopefully to to the glory uh, that to, that we are promised of exaltation um i mean I'm re i was about to say like the savior and i was reluctant to say that because obviously he is the savior of the world you know we, sh we should have great reverence and respect for him and say and treat him with sacredness however we are promised that we can receive all that the father has and i'm sure the savior has received all that the father has so yes even like the savior uh, to, to have this, this wonderful blessing to be resurrected uh, because of the Saviour. I am truly grateful for him. And I look forward over the final couple of days this week to, to try and cover the rest uh, that's in this chapter because it really is a wonderful uh, and has been an uplifting thing to study this week. Thank you for listening.
grateful for your time. Uh, if there's anything, as always, that you want to share uh, regarding what we've studied, then please do so uh, at mattsroberts90. Uh, and anything that you shared with this week or anything else that you've studied, I would love to hear. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.